0: And welcome aboard the Walt Disney World transportation system. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas.
1: Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Double Dose of Disney podcast. My name is Brittany, and I'm joined here by my co-host and amazing husband, Tony. On our first episode, we were talking about our um, trip to Walt Disney World back in 2020, and we arrived to Disney on the night of the Super Bowl. Um, when Tony and I got married, we got married on the same weekend as a Super Bowl weekend. So every anniversary, it would like always fall around the Super Bowl. So we kind of got good at finding places to go watch games. And that was really no different at Disney. Um, the first time we went to Walt Disney World, I researched for hours trying to find places to watch sporting games from. And I really was finding like no answers to anything. So we thought about like, that would be a really good episode to do. I know that one of the the best things about going to Walt Disney World is really getting to immerse yourself in that bubble. But at the same time, like also getting to incorporate things that you love um, from home or getting to watch a big sports game or something like that can really help you create like these lasting memories.
0: Yeah, and there's something on an off day too. It's good to kind of have a heads up or know where to go if you wanted to see some kind of sporting event, not just football, but or whatever, you know, and have a, you know, just a couple of tips and you know what you're getting into ahead of time. So that's what we're here to do. We're going to throw a couple of them out, probably bias on a couple of them, (laughs) we'll go through a few of them and see what you think.
1: Yeah, so one of my favorite things to say about Disney is there's over 400 different places to grab food from, and that obviously includes snack stands, but... Um, there's so many different table service locations, so many different quick service locations on Disney property, whether you are, um, at Disney Springs you're at the boardwalk, you're, um, at one of the parks, you're at one of the resorts, there's so many different places you can go to. But if you are looking to kind of like take time during your vacation to enjoy a meal, enjoy a good atmosphere and to get in time to like watch your favorite sports team whether it's a big game, it's a competition, whatever it is, um, we compiled a list of six places at Disney World that would be great to watch games from. So. Or if you
0: just want to know where the TVs are at, this is kind of, <laughs> kind of the same thing. because yeah, I want to find a TV, where am I going to find it
1: at? Because I guess that's kind of the other thing at Disney. There's not a ton of TVs anywhere, and that was what I was having trouble coming across. Um, during our first trip I was like where can we even find a TV at Disney because well,
0: for us it wasn't that big a deal we kind of you, you go to Disney to get away from the, the usual sit back relax and watch TV
1: for us it wasn't a big deal that was a huge deal I had to plan our flights around well, when I, the game was
0: I, usually <laughs> so going into our first one going into our first one so on, our, on our first trip was the boathouse which we actually go to just to eat every time our first, first day we get there, we're flying and we eat at Boathouse, but this one is the first one we got on our list here, and it's not a huge place, so that is a kind of a downfall. The only place I do have TVs is right when you walk in on the oyster, oyster Bar and the bar. But yeah. You can't see it from the whole room, but it gets packed there, so that's the only thing.
1: Yeah, one of the things about the Boathouse... So the Boathouse is at Disney Springs in the landing section of Disney Springs. It's right next to uh, Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. And the Boathouse has American food. They have steaks. They have oysters. They actually have their own line of steaks. Um, They're the biggest oyster bar in Central Florida. You can actually get the oysters there... um, You can pay for them individually instead of having to get like a dozen of them because they have several different kinds of oysters that you can get too. So when you go to the boathouse, I personally recommend always booking the boathouse through open table. It's always easier to get a reservation that way. Um, That's frequently what I tell my clients to do. That's what we personally do. And... When we went to the boathouse and watched the Super Bowl from there, I just asked to be seated somewhere for us to be seated somewhere where we could see the TVs. They were able to the accommodate that. The bar was
0: full in that area, but we were still able to see from our table, and it was still fine. If you're somebody who wants to be sitting at the t- at the TV in front of the TV, that's. Unless you get there early, it's probably not a good spot to be for that. But if you just want to ca- casually be glancing at the TV, and know what's going on, it's fine.
1: Yeah, and I don't think I think when we went to watch it, they had the sound on, right?
0: At the time when it was on, the, t- the game was yeah.
1: So because it was a Super Bowl, they had the sound on. I would assume that most normal like weekends, they probably don't have the sound running in that restaurant. Um, it's probably muted, but you can still watch the game from there. The food is great there. The um, we've always had great service there, and one of my things that I like about Disney, I've mentioned this in my TikToks. I don't know that I've talked about this on the podcast, but um, in everyday life, like I eat gluten and dairy free, and that's kind of how that's how we eat here at home. So we try to stick to that on vacation. One of the things that I love about the Boathouse is 90% of their menu can be made to accommodate a gluten-free diet. Um, You just speak to the um, cast member and let them know, and they'll go back and talk to the chef, and they'll bring out a menu that's personalized to you, showing you which items they can accommodate to. I think last time we were there in February, I had, um, it was like a gluten-free version of coconut shrimp, so it was really just like... Grilled shrimp tossed with a little bit of coconut on it. But they still... I always feel like the boathouse goes above and beyond to like accommodate everything. And to get to watch a game from there is really fun too. And they have those like vintage boats. In...
0: Just a really cool place. But it, it is middle to upper scale price-wise. It's well, not,
1: It's considered a signature restaurant at Disney.
0: So they have your oysters. They have all your typical Caesar salad wedges. They have your fish plates they have we've probably had a majority of this list of on their menu it's pretty pretty decent sized menu they have your lobster bisque they have a little bit of their sandwiches and they have all your steaks so they you know you can you can still go there on a budget and be fine but just know it's probably a little bit it's not it's not a barn grillish type place it's a little fancier
1: right it, yeah it is a little bit more fa- fancier it's owned by I want to say it's owned by the Gibson group. Um, because they have their own line of steaks. Uh, I think they're called like Gibson steaks. And that's kind of one of the perks of eating there. Uh, or that's kind of one of the things that they're like known for there. Um, like I said, it, once the Disney dining plan returns in 2024, it will be a two-credit uh, table service meal because it's considered signature. Um, on...
0: And overall the just the atmosphere and you're on the water there watching the watching the cars slash boats dock and ramp up and take off is a cool little little perk. Um but moving on, number two.
1: So we On our first trip to Disney, we watched the Super Bowl from the Boathouse. The second trip to Disney, we watched the Super Bowl from Splitsville. Splitsville is located on the west side of Disney Springs. So if you are coming into Disney Springs and if you're getting dropped off by the bus, it's going to be on the far left-hand side closer to, like, House of Blues and stuff like that. Splitsville is actually a bowling alley. It's a multi-story bowling alley. They have a pretty large menu. Um, so they
0: got nachos. They have burger sliders. They have sushi. They have fish and chips. They got a taco bowl. They have a little bit of everything. And I think we that's kind of what we did when we went there. We had kind of a little variety of everything. We were upstairs.
1: Yeah, we see... So, the... I actually wanted us to eat there our first trip when we went, um, in 2020 and I wasn't able to get us a reservation there for 2021. I was able to, and we just, I just, we were seated upstairs in the um, upstairs area. There's TVs throughout. So there, it's a two story building and there's an outdoor patio area that has TVs. There's downstairs that has TVs. There's an upstairs area that has TVs. And then there's also an upstairs patio that has TVs as well. When we went there, we got the nachos. We also got the sushi the to try. Nachos, yeah, and, and the nacho plate was huge. And we got the suit. We got lots of,
0: yeah, lots of shareables, and this one's reasonably priced too. It's not a, it's kind of right in the middle, but a lot of shareable plates, and yeah, it's, it's got a big, it's got a big menu, a lot of variety. Upstairs, a full bar.
1: Yeah, and I want to say I want to say that we got their California Crunch Roll whenever we tried it um, because we kind of got that toward, like, the end of our meal. But their sushi was great, too. Um, so you really can't go wrong, like, watching the game there. If you're trying to find, like, a fun atmosphere that's got, like Tony said, a lot of, like, shareable options and stuff like that, Splitsville is good, and it's probably going to be a little bit more affordable than the Boathouse. Um, it's also— that's not if
0: you're bowling. We didn't bowl that time. I no. We were, we, were, we were definitely jealous we weren't bowling. We were sitting there watching everybody bowl. Were we? You're right in the middle of the action. <laughs> next time. There's always a next time.
1: That's true. It was it was just a it was a really fun atmosphere. Um and that time when we watched the Super Bowl from there, it was the Super Bowl remember was in Tampa. So there were um so there was a ton of people that were like watching the games and stuff like that.
0: So this is a, this is a Super Bowl watching Watching episode huh? well
1: I guess it doesn't have to be Super Bowl but that's like the biggest game of the year
0: you tailor it to you
1: yeah um the next one you want to talk about
0: uh the next one we have is big river Grill and it is at the boardwalk we have not watched a the game there but we yeah we did we did
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah we, okay. we watched
1: the game there in um, September part of a game. Yeah, we, um, that's one of our favorite. So Tony loves football, and I always try to incorporate things into, like, I wanted him to love Disney as much as I knew that I did. And so I wanted to incorporate that into our vacations. And then once he was already hooked on it, I was like, well, let's keep doing that. Like, that makes it fun. So last year in September, when we were there, I don't remember who was playing, it wasn't a big game. But one of the things we like to do on our Animal Kingdom Day is like eat somewhere outside the parks for dinner. And that night we went over to Big River Grill. Um, like Tony said, it's at the boardwalk. It's nothing fancy. It's, um, they don't even take, res- you don't have, they don't do reservations through the Disney World website. You have to call the hostess to stand to make reservations. And as a side note, like we had reservations, but we didn't need them.
0: Yeah. I think it's a kind of like a three room set of long lives They have a, they do have a bar you can sit at. It probably only has 10 or 12 spots to sit at. They do have TV. They have TVs pretty much, kind of much. Anywhere you sit, you can pretty much see a TV.
1: So this is a place that if you're at Disney World and you're like, oh, this game's on that I want to see, this is a good place to go watch that at because it's more of like a sport, like a sports bar atmosphere where they're yeah, probably... Yeah, this is more of
0: kind of a... Kind of, it's not a bar, but it's no. kind of more of a sport. They do brew their own beer. Oh, yeah, they do. So they, that's a, kind of a high, I would say. With the food for us is kind of in the middle-ish price-wise, yeah. and we just felt like it was kind of... There's better options for so don't expect to go there and get some gourmet dinner there. It's just kind of, hang out, have a beer, have an appetizer, get something that's kind of basic stuff. And like
1: Tony said, it's not a big, it's not a big restaurant at all, but remember we were talking to our waiter and he said, you had asked him like why they don't have wings on their menu. That's what I was
0: just looking at because I regret they didn't have them.
1: (laughs) But he said that they don't have, is it a fryer or an oven?
0: At the time when we were there, and they still don't have them. There was a piece of equipment they didn't have in the back because it was too small to make it happen.
1: So he said that it was a really small kitchen and that they had been there for a long time, but I also have heard that Big River Girl is kind of a chain restaurant, and I think that they have another location in Tennessee somewhere. Um, But like Tony said, overall, it wasn't... wasn't, I think you got a salad. Yeah, I got the Santa Fe Ranch chicken salad. It wasn't bad, but... If I'm being honest, I would compare it to like Chili's. Like I, that's that's the expectations I would go in with is that it's like a Chili's. You're going there to just like hang out the and Chili's watch the
0: game. Chili's might have a, a wing up because they got the wings.
1: <laughs> well, that's true. But the cool thing is you're on the boardwalk. So what I liked about it was we watched the game. We also could see the fireworks going off. At the time, it was Harmonious and Epcot um because we were at the boardwalk so it was a really cool atmosphere and then we left from watching the game and there were the street performers that were performing tony was a part of one of the magic shows so it was a really fun night um it's a really fun experience and if you're looking for somewhere more casual i would say this is a good place the
0: biggest thing is why we're doing just to know what you're getting into right you know if this is fine up reality I mean the, the, of where you're at to makes it kind of really cool because you're on the boardwalk yeah so, like, for us, I don't really think we knew we were getting into, we weren't, like, disappointed, but we thought it was going to be a little bit better than it was. But just know what you're getting into in all these all these spots, first of all, and what they have to offer.
1: I had heard from other people before we went there that it wasn't going to be anything stellar, but I had always actually kind of wanted to go there because I also knew that it was a microbrewery, right? It's a microbrewery? It, they brew their own craft beer? They do. Um, and so I figured that Tony, like, that would be something that Tony would enjoy too. And that's the only one on Disney property. So I was like, well, that'd be cool to go to. So it was fun. It was a fun experience. Um, but like you said, you just are learning more about where the options are. So they don't
0: list their beers, I guess, cause they rotate them so often. It says just to ask your server when you go. So that's good. I mean, at least at least there's always something new. They won't even put it on the menu. So. That's true. Always something different in the beer section.
1: The next one is actually at our favorite of all favorite resorts, um, Rick's sports bar and grill. So we have never watched a game from Rick's sports bar and grill. This is located at Coronado Springs resort, but, um, we've eaten here a couple times. We stayed there back in 2021 and that trip, like we just kept extending it out because we loved Coronado so much. We ate at Rick's sports bar for breakfast um, but some of the things, we also ate there for lunch. We got their, are they called wachos? They're their waffle, they're their waffle fry nachos.
0: That is right on the front page. <laughs> if you go to Disney, World, on the front page is what they advertise on there. But this might be the one that has the most TVs. This is more of your kind of traditional bar feel-ish in it. They, they have, have tables pay- away bar. from the they bar have the tables so you can sit away from the bar so it's not like you're at the bar but it says it has 31 stated they are tvs so it may have the most tvs out of all these
1: yeah and so when we went there um we ate there for breakfast the first like our first park day and then we ate there for lunch on the day of the super bowl and um we were watching i guess what was it like pre-game coverage and stuff like that
0: we easily just walked up and sat at the bar and had a burger
1: yeah you don't necessarily they do offer um advanced dining reservations through the disney world app but you don't necessarily need them for this location you probably would like if it's like a big game or something like that they actually
0: have breakfast though too that's another cool thing about this we've
1: eaten their breakfast before
0: so they have a pretty good little spread of omelets and
1: remember their breakfast
0: Mm -hmm. it's good (laughs)
1: <laughs> really? they um so a fun fact about rick's sports bar and girl tony and i talk to the cast members everywhere we go that's one of the things that we love about disney and when we went to go eat lunch there on the day of the super bowl we were talking to one of the cast members and she said that that location actually used to be a karaoke bar um which is really funny because it's kind of like in the middle of their dance. lobby it turned
0: into a dance some kind of dance
1: at night. But yeah, and so when you're sitting, if you if you're in the restaurant to the right-hand side, you'll see like a circular area and it still has like disco lights or something like in it. And that's where like the like dance club or whatever you see. You ever be. been a part of
0: the dance. Comment and let us know.
1: Yeah. So, but Rick's Sports Bar is really good. I remember um I think I got the burger there or I got one of the sandwiches. All of their food is really good. Like I liked their avocado toast for breakfast. Like they had a lot of great stuff there.
0: So they yeah they do those crispy waffle fries loaded with house blend queso, blanco bacon and scallions. They they do have wings here.
1: Oh, and they actually have a list of mocktails, which being a currently pregnant person, that's really cool too. Um One of the things, too, about Rick's Sports Bar, so Coronado Springs is a lot of the dining locations there are – some of the dining locations there are not run by Disney. So Disney dining locations always offer allergy menus. um, And at Rick's Sports Bar, they don't have those on the menu, but they still have – like, let's say you're wanting, like, a burger or something like that, and you just don't want, like, gluten-free bread – um, you can, or you want gluten-free bread. You can always request that. Um, you can also speak to a chef if you have an allergy or something. For me, it's just like, I prefer not to eat gluten. It doesn't make me feel good. So, um, I was able to just like ask a customer like, Hey, do y'all have gluten-free bread for the avocado toast? And they were able to accommodate to that.
0: Overall solid choice. Yes. Size-wise, it's a little, kind of a, I gonna say smaller too, but it's, you know.
1: It's Good. in the lobby of a hotel, um, which at Coronado Springs is a big lobby. Like it's kind of off the lobby, across from the food court area.
0: A real salad.
1: Yes. Salad place. The next one is you wanna talk about that one?
0: City Works. <laughs> Disney Springs.
1: Yeah, it's in the west side of Disney Springs, so it's gonna be located in the same area as Splitsville. Um, this is, it's officially called City Works Eatery and Poorhouse. Um, we have not ever made it to this location. We've walked by several times, but City Works, if you were at Disney Springs and you were looking for a traditional take on a, like a sports bar that you would find, let's say like in a big city or something like that with lots of TVs and stuff like that. That's what City Works reminds me of. There's that place. It's the NBC Sports Bar at um, Universal CityWalk. And that's what this place... That's what City Works reminds me of. Uh, yeah, so the
0: same thing. They have a full bar. They have a wide variety of beers.
1: Yeah, they have a wide variety of beers. They have a full bar. Um, they have indoor and outdoor seating there. Um, they are kind of like... It's a great place to go and just, like, kick back and relax. So it's going to be American food. It's going to be casual food. You can make dining reservations there through the Disney World um, website. And although I don't know know that you necessarily need need them, on Saturdays and Sundays they offer brunch from open to three. Um, And then they also have, like, lunch and dinner throughout the week.
0: Well, like they said, it says, you've never seen bar food like this. (laughs) So a similar, similar vibe that you'll have at Rick's as far as food. But it looks like they have um, things like flatbreads. Yeah, like... A little like, bit different, a little couple more options it looks like.
1: Like they have like the duck nachos, Kung Pao cauliflower. They
0: got a lot of little mini tacos, tacos, barbecue tacos, chicken, tinga tacos. Tuna. The
1: prices look like it's going to be a little bit more like the Boathouse though. If you're looking at the prices like... Um, so, a burger is going to be, like, about $20. So,
0: this one's probably going to be on our on our list next.
1: Yeah, if we make it to Disney for the Super Bowl. N- next time we make it to Disney for the Super Bowl, it'll probably be on our list. Or just to watch a game in general.
0: And they have they have beer flights. They have a little bit of everything. It's good.
1: And I think their beer rotates out seasonally, right?
0: It is seasonal. So, yeah, they, a, they keep on... They bring in new stuff.
1: Yeah, so... I would say if you're at Disney Springs, there's obviously several different places that you can choose from at Disney Springs. You can go to um, the Boathouse, you can go to Splitsville, you can go to City Works. If you're looking for more of a traditional dining experience, but you want to be able to catch the game during your meal, then the Boathouse would be your option. Um, but if you're wanting to be like immersed in like the sports like atmosphere, then I would say city works or splitsville is probably going to be your place to go and splitsville obviously with having the bowling alley and stuff like you that spend there a
0: lot more time there too so where at splitsville so if you're the... looking to make more of a day out of it too or a half a day you can be in there for sure
1: one of the things i forgot to talk about at splitsville is splitsville also has a um, bar where they make like really cool drinks that they sell like in souvenir cups and stuff like that um that they look like blunders and stuff like that you can sit you can just walk up and sit outside at at their bar and like watch tv2 on the downstairs bar or um you can sit in the upstairs areas or downstairs um we're gonna talk about our last one maybe our favorite on our
0: list is geyser's point bar and grill at the wilderness lodge
1: which I would say is our other favorite resort besides Coronado. Got a lot of favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Wilderness Lodge is our favorite deluxe resort. Coronado is our favorite modern. So this resort. one's
0: really cool because you're outside.
1: Yeah.
0: You're next to the water. It's a kind of a wrap around bar situation, and then the seats go around, wrap around that entire bar, and there's tr- there's extra seating by the by the water. There's some some cozy little seats, some couch.
1: Yeah, um, so Guides of Point Bar and Girl doesn't require dining reservations because it's technically considered a lounge even then that they have like a full menu that they offer. Um. So when we have gone there, we have just like walked up and asked if there's a wait. You can just walk up and get on like the walk-up wait list. The last time we ate there was in February. We were leaving Animal Kingdom Lodge. and We had no plan. That was, um, I had mentioned on the first episode that will kind of do, like, rock, paper, scissors sometimes or just do, like, a spontaneous, like, dining place. And we ate at Geyser Point. When you eat at Geyser Point, one of the coolest things is, obviously, they have the TVs and stuff, which is great to watch games, but they also um, pump in the music for Happily Ever After at um the time that that occurs at magic kingdom so right now it's 9 20 and it's going back to like nine and then it's going to be 8 30. um so if you're going there and you're wanting to catch a game you can also kind of catch the fireworks too which makes it like a double whammy
0: as they say it though they classify it on their website as a poolside eatery featuring explore worthy bites trails in spirits and stunning views of the base so it's not a place it's by it's an open air Right, it's not actual, uh, you know, a building. I don't. Think there, there's, I don't think there's a dress code. You may no. be able to walk up in there. You can
1: walk in there in some in a swimsuit.
0: swimsuit. So you know, don't expect to go in there in a five-piece suit and for a fine dinner. But
1: <laughs> no, it's definitely but a nice the place. last time we ate there, um, we ate there. We just sat at a table that was closer to the water. Um, it was still underneath the patio, but closer to the water. And I got the um, I got the grilled portabella salad with chicken, and um, I had like a glass of red wine. And you got what did you get the Did you get the bison burger?
0: Um, i had the bison burger. I don't know if it was that time.
1: But Tony got like a burger and a beer, and we were sitting there. It was just. The cast member that we had, I wish I remembered her name too. She I gave her a cast compliment offered. She was so nice. Like she was talking to us about how she had met people and they moved down to Disney, like dream. And they um, became friends and stuff like that. And she was talking to us about how she grew up in Disney or grew up in Orlando and has come to Disney her entire life. Like, it was such a... It was one of those, like, memorable experiences that just makes you love Disney even more. So getting to watch a game there would just kind of enhance that experience. They also, for their kids, have... Um, they have cornhole, and they have washer boards, Which too. Which is kind of
0: for the resort but anybody can go and
1: yeah anybody play. can go and play them and then like we talked about in earlier episodes no matter where you're staying on Disney property you're always able to hop to a different resort for like their dining and amenities you just can't pool hop no you can't pool hop um you can't use some another resort's pool but you can eat anywhere you'd like to um so this is another great option for that I think it'd be cool to go there and get like an appetizer and get so the
0: wings are good we've had the wings the teriyaki chicken wings, those were good. We got that last time.
1: Oh, yeah, those teriyaki chicken wings are really good.
0: And they have, obviously, your burgers. I've got the burgers for really good. They have, it's a little bit smaller of a menu.
1: Yeah, it is a smaller menu, but the, the things that they have, they do well. Um, Their drinks are always really good there. To me, they have a good wine selection. And I remember last time we were there, I was like, I, I asked the cast member because it was warm outside and i said i wanted red wine with ice cube in it and i was like i'm so sorry i know that's not like kosher and she's like are you kidding me you're gonna be getting your wine in like a plastic cup so i love going to a place like that that has like a great atmosphere but it's not gonna be like it's not gonna be stuffy in any way you know um, this is
0: another one where you can spend some time too because you're at, you've never been to that resort walk around that resort, you, you're by the water, you can, you know, we saw the fireworks in there, so you can definitely...
1: You can also see the electric, uh, the electrical water project float by, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which... We saw it. Yeah, we, we saw it. We saw it a couple times. Somebody correct That's, that's one of the things that we love about Wilderness Lodge, if you've never been there before, is it's so incredibly detailed and immersive. Um, you don't really feel like you're on the other side of the Magic Kingdom, even though you are, and that's a great perk to that resort, but... You're just immersed in the atmosphere, and that's our pro.
0: It's one of our pro tips. What? Go to go to restaurants not at where you're staying. Yes, because then you get to you, you feel like you're staying there anyway. Yeah, and you can hang out there for a half a day.
1: Yeah. So what you could do is you could go to Magic Kingdom for the day, and if you're like trying to catch a game for the evening, just take the boat from Magic Kingdom over to Wilderness Lodge, and you actually get off the boat right there by Geyser Point. So. That's another great place to go to, too. Um, as a plot twist, I forgot about one of our favorite locations, which is back at Coronado Springs, which would be Three Bridges Bar and Girl. Mm-hmm. They have TVs there, too. They don't have as many TVs. I want to say they have, like, four TVs, but...
0: It's the same feel, too. It's an open open air, and like, no, you know, brick wall type of restaurant. and then Yeah, you're literally, like, on a... Where the Bridges meet, and that's, they have a really really good
1: menu yeah so three bridges bar and grill is like tony said it's where the bridges meet it's actually called like three bridges bar and grill villa de lago de coronado that one's kind of
0: tougher to get into isn't it
1: um so that one actually has a walk-up wait list too we haven't eaten there since like the covid restrictions were more enforced so i don't know if now like you can you can also get on the walk-up wait list um if you're not staying at coronado springs I don't know like I would I would want to make a effort just to go there just to eat at Three Bridges. Um, but it may be out of the way since Coronado only offers bus transportation just depending on like what your preferences are. But in contrast to a lot of the other places on this list all are American food. Um Three Bridges Bar and Grill has like a like Latin American food like fusion. Yep.
0: That's it. what's an open air setting. A Spanish American ambiance and cuisine. And looking at the menu, since you threw this one on.
1: <laughs> Sorry. The
0: number of completion, seven. They do have. <laughs> we, we've had the guac- house made guacamole. They got roasted corn. They got that's, the corned up, too. That's good. They got hummus. They've got obviously your salads, entrees. They got braised pork tacos. They have a poke bowl.
1: They also have a um, a harissa lamb chop, which is basically like a deconstructed gyro. When we went to um, Three Bridges Bar and Grill, I got that. So, that's actually, it's, they haven't, Three Bridges actually has an allergen menu um, that you can look at there. That's actually not on there, but I just didn't eat the um, the pita bread.
0: So, going back to the games, it's kind of like the boathouse. A little more... Kind of upscale. You're not going to have as many TVs. Right. It's kind of just around the bar. You can kind of glance see what's going on. Unless you're sitting in the bar, it's
1: probably not the, the best
0: place to watch games, but you can still make it happen. The
1: bar's pretty bar's pretty centrally located to the restaurant, too. And I would think that during the like Super Bowl, they would probably have like the the audio going as well. Um, Three Bridges Bar and Grill is actually also known for their sangria flights, which is something that's really fun. On Saturdays, they offer Sangria University, so you can learn how to make sangria and stuff. When we went to Three Bridges, I got the sangria flight, and I was trying to convince Tony that we needed to add another night onto our trip. Remember? We remember. And Tony told me... Our
0: pocketbooks remember.
1: (laughs) Tony told me, he said... Um, if you sing be our guest in this restaurant, then I then we'll add on an extra night and I was like, done so expensive song we <laughs> we um I, we were sitting at the bar and the bartender was encouraging all of this and so we were sitting at the bar and she was laughing and i was like i don't care i'm at disney world i was like i will sing beer gas i will sing that anywhere it doesn't matter to me but i like belted it out in the middle of the restaurant so we got to stay an extra night at disney world and book another night
0: that's it yeah well we got seven there and then there's probably a lot more comment Tell us what your favorites are. There's a couple of our favorites we've been to, um, all but one.
1: Yeah, let us know. Let us know which um, location is your favorite. If you watch games at Disney World, I know that I've talked asked about this in like forums before, not forums, Facebook groups, and people in the Facebook group are like hating on me for like wanting to take myself out of the Disney bubble. You're not doing that. You're just immersing yourself. You're still in the Disney bubble, but you're just incorporating other parts of your favorite things about life. And it just makes it even that much more memorable. I love all of our memories from watching games at Disney, whether it was um, at the Boathouse our first time or eating at Big River Grill. Even like, even though the food wasn't great, that was still such a fun atmosphere. You're still at Disney. Um, it was it was such a fun atmosphere. So I don't feel like you can go wrong with anything. You can't
0: anything. go wrong. just know what you're getting into and what kind of food you want.
1: Yeah, I guess the only place that's not there anymore is ESPN Club at the Boardwalk. I never went. I know we never went. Tony wanted to go to the ESPN club so never bad, got a chance. which we heard that the food wasn't that great. But it's a Disney trend. Yeah, <laughs> but um, he wanted to go there nonetheless, and it never reopened after COVID. And now it's turning into the tea place. Yes, tea the party? bake shop. Yeah, the tea. The tea. I don't remember. Sit down
0: and have a cup of tea. Yeah, the tea house. Grandma. Okay.
1: Yeah. So. Um, I've heard the food's supposed to be really good, but yes, it didn't take over the ESPN club. So um, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Double Dose to Disney podcast. That is going to do it for this week. But we will see you back here real soon. And as we always say at the end of every episode, go ahead and give us a follow on at Double Dose of Disney Fam on Instagram or TikTok. Send us any suggestions you have for any other episodes. Let us know your favorite places to watch games at Walt Disney World. And we will see you guys next time. See you
0: next time.